Release date, August 26, 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TBD Sportscast with your host, I'm Joey. And I'm Mason. This is TBD CFB, first episode of season three. <laughs> no, but seriously, we're super excited to be back. This episode is entitled, What's About to Happen? Uh, because we're actually curious like what's going to happen this season uh like we're going to get into in a few minutes uh last season was pretty crazy we don't really know what's going to happen this season but we're going to get into it uh just going into a quick review though uh braves baseball you know go freaking braves chop on they've been doing great uh game and a half back behind the mets got the cardinals this weekend super excited about that but we also have college football this weekend as well so but yeah the braves have been great we've been doing uh mlb or tbd mlb it's been okay. <laughs> we haven't done many episodes, but for those of you that have listened, uh, thanks. It's been it's been cool. And like we said with that one, it's just been, you know, whatever. We really just wanted to do a quick review of the 2021 college football season because it honestly was crazy. Absolutely insane. I mean, off the top of my head, you, you got to think about two teams in particular, Ohio State and Clemson. I mean, two teams who were favorited to win the national championship that year and you know they did not turn out the way anybody expected no they definitely did not Clemson you know came in and honestly looked promising in the defense and offense was you know all over the place no offensive line against Georgia and uh honestly Georgia looked kind of the same way offense really sparked after week two against UAB yeah but Clemson they were not promising in the offense at all uh, lost three games last season NC State being a big one Pitt being a big one and also yeah Ohio State too but to be fair in the first uh, couple episodes I actually called Oregon to beat Ohio State at home and you did not and I thought I was going to be wrong but I was surprised by Oregon coming out and beating or- Ohio State in the shoe which is insane that's why you know a lot a big theme in last season really was nobody is safe because we'd have so many moments of like picking games and thinking yeah this team is gonna win and it being like really cookie cutter like yeah this team's gonna win this team's gonna win for sure there's no way this team's winning this game and then you had teams like Fresno State come out and beat top 25 UCLA like just crazy stuff that we never thought would happen so I mean that really is a big thing for the 2021 college football season which coming into the 2022 season we're still thinking things like, well, you know, is it going to be like that this season? Are we going to be able to have it cookie cutter again? Or is it going to be straight, you know, garbage? I mean, we have Ohio State playing Notre Dame, a number two, five matchup, which is insane. And it's like, okay, so can Notre Dame come to the shoe and and win one or not, which we're going to talk about next week. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of insane. And we're wondering about the 2022 college football season. I'm going to give this to you, 2021 season ending in a bang for you. Georgia winning the national championship against Alabama. How, how, how were you feeling? Because I know, I know the high is gone now. Uh, I remember the experience then, but remind me how it feels because, you know, I'm kind of sad still. Uh, well, right when it happened, I mean, we, we came off a big loss to Alabama in the SEC championship. The team just did not look the same. Um, and when you go back and listen to the last episode of TBD Sportscast of season two, I called it. I said, I think that Georgia is going to destroy Michigan in the playoff. And I think we're going to come back and beat Alabama because Alabama hasn't seen the way that we can play. They've only seen us play bad. 
and we actually did. That ended up happening, and and it was a. I mean, I honestly went into the game, uh, the national championship game, not thinking that we were going to win. I really was thinking like, there's no way we're winning this game. We're not coming out of this. Like, they have they've already beat us. There's nothing we can do. And we came in and we showed out. And everybody can talk about injuries and everything with Jameson Williams, but I mean, you had a Jai Hall making huge plays down the field as a freshman. I mean, they had no no shortage of talent. Like, sure, it's not Jameson Williams. You're right, but. What really won us the game was the defense and especially the red zone defense. Alabama got in the red zone about five times and only scored once. And one of those is because of a fumble in the in the red zone by Stetson Bennett and a missed coverage by our defense that one time in the third quarter. But or in the fourth quarter. But the high was amazing. I mean, I had never experienced my team winning the championship. I'm also a Falcons fan and I know what it's like to blow a 28 to three lead against the Patriots and lose the Super Bowl. So I, I understand what that's like, but to finally win one, oh man, it was awesome. And, you know, it was great to be able to talk smack all summer and, you know, just be so excited to be a Georgia fan and to have won a national championship, especially after the last 41 years. And like Kirby Smart said, I hope it doesn't take that long again. I'd love for us to be the first team to repeat, which we'll get to that too. But um, you know, we're coming into 2022 now and I'm excited about it. And so it's, it's time to leave the 2021, you know, national championship behind and focus on this season. Got an awesome starter in Atlanta against Oregon, but overall, um, I, it was a great, great feeling to win the national championship, but it's, it's time to get focused on what really matters, which is the 2022 season now. So with that being said, we're going to transition into a segment that we have today called what's about to happen. Like the episode's titled, we're going to be looking forward and kind of making our picks for the 2022 college football season, way early season, obviously. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is each Power 5 conference championship winner. So let's start in alphabetical order with our ACC guy, Joey. Joey, who is winning the ACC this year? You know, picking the ACC used to be so easy, especially for me as a Clemson fan. But, you know, I really have to say after last season, it definitely is hard and you know, going to school up in North Carolina, you hear a lot of things too, a lot of snack talk as well after last season. So it really is up in the air. I mean, you got Clemson and you have it really, really it's between Clemson and NC state. Uh, I leave wake forest out because their quarterback is out, which is unfortunate for at least part of the season, but you know, NC state having a lot of promising talent come back, but here's my thing. So does Clemson. My thing is Clemson's also bringing in a lot of great talent as well. And I don't think two years in a row of bad performance shows up. We're seeing a lot of great promising performance out of DJ uh, in practices and spring training, which we're not going to even acknowledge spring training after what we had to go through last season. Um, But I definitely think Clemson pulls the edge but I definitely think that matchup will be very close. I I, I 100% agree. I think it's going to be Clemson to win the ACC. I think the only competitors really being, I think Pitt is another possibility again. They did lose Kenny Pickett, but I, I think it's still possible if like, you know, they have a lot of, you know, weapons coming back. So I think that it's definitely possible that Pitt wins, but most likely I think it's Clemson. I think that with DJ having a season, an off season to recuperate, having a, you know, a huge building year with a lot of learning experiences. I, I just think that they overcome and they win the ACC. Um, but, you know, last year the ACC actually had a lot of good teams. You had NC State, UNC, Wake Forest, Clemson. 
even Miami winning a couple games in there. It was it was it was good for it was a good year for the ACC. So moving on now, I want to talk about the next big conference, the Big Ten. So obviously we had some crazy mismatch there too with Michigan and Iowa being the final two, and which was completely different from our picks because it was Wisconsin and Ohio State who we picked in the preseason. So who's going to win the Big Ten this year? You know, it really pains me to say this, and I think. I have a feeling who your pick is going to be, and I feel like it's going to pain you too. I feel like with, you know, CJ Stroud returning and Ohio State being that next school with great wide receiver talent and offensive line who's returning, I don't see any way for Ohio State to lose out on this. Michigan was great last season, don't get me wrong, and I definitely think they can be contender. But everybody else I don't see returning as that great team. I don't see Iowa State being a great team like they were two years ago. I don't see Iowa being as lethal as they were. Purdue could upset a lot, but I don't think they could win it. I'm picking Ohio State. Yeah, and you know, last season I said that Ohio State, and I I pissed a lot of Ohio fans off by saying this, but I said Ohio State is not going to win the national championship and they're not going to make the playoffs for the reason being their defense is not as good as they're saying it is, and two, because of C.J. Stroud. They had great wide receiver talent, good O-line, but C.J. Stroud was just too young. He also has had some learning experiences, and he also... He also had some learning experience last year, and I think that that is going to come out and do him well like it will Uyagalale at Clemson. So I'm going to actually say that Michigan is going to win the Big Ten again. I know that's weird, but I said that Ohio State was going to do it last year, and I and I just don't I mean, I don't really know why I'm picking Michigan. It's just something in the defensive returners. It's something in how their two-quarterback system actually works pretty well, and I don't know if they're coming back again, the same McNamara and – the other one, but I think that Michigan is actually going to end up winning it all. Wow, you kind of you did a little one eighty on there. I did, and the thing is, now I'm not saying that Ohio State can't do it, and I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just really picking. It's more of a gut thing. Like Ohio State is going to be a great team, and I actually think that they're definitely going to make the playoffs this year. As much as that makes pains me to say it, and I still probably see Ohio State. You know, something happening to them. But if Notre Dame comes in week one. And knocks them off that'd be crazy and I actually I'm pulling for that that's not my pick but we'll just I'm just pulling for net for Notre Dame uh but yeah it's it's definitely a toss-up but I think it's I think it's going to be Michigan so moving on now to the big 12 last year we picked Oklahoma and Iowa State to end up in the in the final two and we were wrong about that as well we ended up seeing Oklahoma State and Baylor so what do you what do you think like this this is just I think the big 12 is just weird at this year. <laughs> I think the Big 12 is probably the weirdest conference we have. Um, because to be honest, we that in the Pac 12, we really don't know because there's a lot of new coaches, there's a lot of new talent coming in. And after last season, it was kind of a shock, like you said, with Oklahoma State and Baylor. I don't see Oklahoma making it that far with the amount of losses they got when Lincoln Riley left. I love Brent Venables, but I don't think with the talent he was left with that he can bring that back. So I really think the winner of it, the winner of the the Big 12, is kind of a toss-up, but I'm going to say Texas. Wow. Why? (laughs) I just think that their quarterback talent is a lot better than they showed last season. 
And I think that, you know, their defense wasn't all that great. Don't get me wrong, but the other teams in the conference, I think if it came, I feel like it wouldn't come down to defense, but who had the better offense. I feel like the big 12 definitely comes more often than not comes down to offensive heavy football play. And, you know, when it comes to this year, I feel like Texas has the upper hand than any other team. And, and I can see that, but my pick is Baylor. I think Baylor is going to repeat with the way that they played last year with the returners and everything that they have. I see Baylor pulling this one out again. Don't know if that's going to happen, but you know, it probably will. Moving on to the most hated conference in college football. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, even more than the ACC is the Pac-12. <laughs> this conference is the one that's actually really weird. And I, I think that I want to make my pick first this time. Uh, and my pick is actually going to be Utah. And I know that's crazy, but I, I just the way they played against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl and the way, how they almost won it, so such a close game, the great defensive returners that they have, the great offensive returners or quarterback returning, I think that Utah is going to end up winning the Pac-12. And there's a lot of USC hype, but any time that we've ever been like, yeah, this place is going to be great because they got a bunch of talent coming in, a new head coach, like they're going to be good, we're always wrong. Uh, We were wrong about Texas last year. We actually had them in our preseason top 25 last year in the top 10. That was wrong, dead wrong. So, (laughs) but no, I don't, I don't think that, I I think, I don't think USC is going to end up winning it. I think Utah is going to win this and take it again for the second year straight. Wow. I mean, out of all the teams, I did not expect Utah to come out of your mouth. Um, you know, this this pains me as well. And this might be a clear, a basic, obvious answer. But I will say that one of the better coaches, one of the best coaches in the college football association right now, currently coaching right now, don't you do it. Has now transitioned to the Pac-12. Don't you say with it. With one of the more promising QB talents moving with him and many people from his previous team moving over with him. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to choose the real USC. Ooh. I have I have to. I mean, you <laughs> got to look at Oregon. They lost their coach. And yeah, they brought in a Georgia coach, but he's not going to change the he's not going to fix the program with all of its problems within one year no utah always has that promising look but i feel like they've never faced a coach and such talent like lincoln riley and his his teams i mean he 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 somehow does it so I, i really do think that somehow lincoln riley will throw together a great team in Southern Cal. With that being said, I actually am really excited about seeing USC with all the offseason hype they've been getting. Like people saying stuff like, oh my gosh, these are the best college football practices I've ever seen. And they're literally just spring practices. I'm like, dude, okay. But like, I actually am really excited to see USC come out. And I'm not wishing bad on them. I just don't think it's going to happen. You do. And you know, we're not, we sometimes we're on the same page and sometimes we're at odds. And that's why we're good buddies. So. <laughs> Uh, But moving on to the final and the best conference in college football. Joey's making a face at me, but he knows it's true. The SEC. And this is a really tough one to choose, and I don't want to choose it first. You go first. (laughs) This one, is, I feel, isn't as hard as what everybody else will think. But, you know, I... Okay, it is actually hard because it's between Georgia and Alabama. 
Mm-hmm. Do we think Georgia can return to its max its its strength that it had last season? Do we think Alabama can beat Alabama again? Um, and you know, I don't think Alabama has the talent like they did last season. And I think they'll be able to push it, but I definitely think that I think Georgia will be able to win it. Wow, that is actually surprising me. I'm actually going to go with Georgia as well. The only reason being, and I really don't want it to be like, oh, because I'm a fan and I believe in my team, but that's pretty much the reason. I really think that Georgia can do it, and a lot of people have been bagging on us because we haven't had as many defensive returners, but the thing is we did great in recruiting, and we actually do have a lot of defensive returners. Like, yeah, we lost a crap ton to the draft, but you know we still have a lot of good players returning, Nolan Smith uh, being the biggest one. But and a lot of returners on the offense and a lot of recruits to coming into the offense and I and even Stetson like in his off his offseason practice he's been looking really good and so I'm actually really excited to see him take the field against the defense from Oregon and I think it's going to be good but yeah I think Georgia ends up winning the SEC I think it'll definitely be Georgia and Alabama the final two SEC and honestly I think that it possibly could be Georgia Texas A&M I don't know if that could happen. But I think if it's going to be any team in the West, not Alabama, it'd probably be Texas A&M. And Jimbo Fisher is 0-1 against Kirby Smart. So, peace, bro. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, for sure. But moving on now. So now we're going to choose our Heisman winner for the 2022 season, who we think it's going to end up being. And I can only think of one name, and I'll say it first. But I think that Bryce Young is going to be the first player to repeat the Heisman in almost 60 years. What do you think? Yeah, I just I can't think of any other player. It it's unfortunate. Now players, here's the problem with this: is players do come up and show a lot of talent after these preseason picks. But as of right now, Bryce Young is the favorite. Yeah, and I would have to agree with that. And that's pretty much it for that one. <laughs> so we're moving on from the Heisman, the Final Four. So we'll do the Final Four and National Champion. So in no particular order, Joey. Who's going to be the final four to make the playoffs? Oh, man, you're making me go first. I mean, I'll go first. Then I'll go first. I'll, I'll go first. I don't care. Yeah, you oh. go first because this is hard. <laughs> All right, so the three teams that I see making the playoffs, and at least the three teams, is number one, Alabama, two, Georgia, three, Ohio State, and actually I see Utah making it. That's what I see. I see Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and Utah in no particular order. I still think Georgia and Alabama both get in somehow. But I think Utah goes all the way, wins the I think Utah wins out this year, goes undefeated and gets into the playoffs. I think that's a very interesting pick. Now let me And I hope I hope that they would put Utah and Ohio State so they could rematch from last year. That would actually be interesting. But yeah. Let me let me tell you something. I don't I don't see any Pac twelve team making the playoffs just yet, only because the conference strength and the committee at the moment and the committee. But I, I, I'll, I'll tell you the obvious picks right now, uh, um, Alabama and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Those are the obvious picks. Now, we look at Clemson's schedule and say Clemson wins out. We have Clemson facing what is right now number five, Notre Dame, number 16, Miami, number 13, NC State, number 22, Wake Forest. I mean, y'all. And South Carolina, who's at honestly – at the moment, pretty promising to have a decent year this year. I don't think Clemson misses out, especially where they're starting out this season. I don't see a way that Clemson misses out. So Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and 
unfortunately, I have to put Ohio State in that top four. I didn't want to, and I hope it doesn't happen, but we shall definitely see about it. But for you, though, out of your four, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, who wins the national championship? Oh, this is bad. Um, <laughs> I say if Clemson wins out, like goes undefeated in that schedule, I think they have a pretty good run going. I don't think they lose the first round, um, given who who they face. If they face who I think they face, I don't think they win the they lose the first round. So I think it, it it's definitely between Clemson and Georgia, and I would love to see a Clemson Georgia national championship, but I don't think Georgia can do it twice. Nobody has. It's definitely a tough thing to do. Um, so that's why I'm going to make my pick and say that Georgia is going to win the national championship in 2022. They're going to be the first team to, to rebound. And I'm really only saying that because I really hope it happens. So <laughs> I don't believe in speaking things into the universe, but I really hope that it, that, that, that happens because that would be pretty lit. <laughs> so moving on to the preseason, we just want to talk about this for a little bit. We have some thoughts on it. If you would like to see the TBD preseason rankings you can go to our instagram and you won't find them because they don't exist that's right so we can explain that a little bit we we just have a little bit of an issue with preseason rankings and we understand them you know writers gotta write fans gotta talk but overall when you really look at how college football is ranked in the ranking system they just don't make sense so what we've done at TBD Sportscast is we've decided this year we're going to, first of all, we're going to do a TBD 15. We just want to be different, uh, but we want to do a 15, the top 15. So we're going to be doing that week by week. You can check that out on our Instagram at TBD Sportscast. So that's first of all. Second of all, we are not doing a preseason rankings for the only reason being that we want to rank teams based on how they prove themselves and how they play, how they handle themselves in big games, what their big games look like. For instance, Ohio State got ranked at number four above Georgia last year. Georgia ended up going 12-0 and in the regular season, and Ohio State ended up going 10-2, and losing to Oregon at home and losing to Michigan at Michigan. But really, when you look at it, it's like, how did Ohio State get ranked that high and then fall so far? And even Clemson, Clemson got ranked at number three and ended up falling out of the 25 for the first time since 2014. So really, it's like, how do you rank these teams only based on the offseason? Because you have no idea how these teams are going to play in week one, week two, and week three. And Clemson lost the first game in week one. Ohio State lost their second game in week two. So when it comes down to it, that's really just how we feel about preseason. Like, Joey, do you want to say anything about it? I will say this. Yes, we did do one last season and, you know, we fell into that trap of writers are going to write. We really wanted, we were, we, we were still getting an idea of how to function as a, as a podcast, you know, a sports podcast, how to get out content, all that stuff. And we thought that would be the best idea. And we kind of drifted away from what we really wanted to do, which is be unique and follow God. And we kind of drifted away and we, we, we drifted away from it a little bit. Um, so, you know, we're not going to do it this season, which is good because we hated it. We, we had so much hatred about it and preseason, you know, it's, there's no facts behind it. And, And that's, that's just what was so troubling about it is the fact that it's just like, how do you rank some of these teams where they are and how do you put teams in a ranking that, should not be there and then they get blown out in the first couple weeks and just drop so many places and also what 
kind of makes me, you know, a little on edge about it too is the fact that these teams, when they get placed here and they actually do well, even if they're, you know, like a Pac-12 team that's playing weak Pac-12 teams and other teams that are not good, and then they just stay there all season. But this just happens, and it's it's crazy. So uh, that's just our take on it. But some people will agree, some people won't, as I've talked to some people this week who do and don't. It's just a really weird topic, and ultimately I think, like like Joey said, it really just comes down to writers got to write, fans got to talk. So that's really what the preseason rankings are about. I honestly think it's a little bit dangerous as far as rankings go, but also from another vantage point, you could say that, you know, well, the real rankings aren't until the CFP rankings come out in, you know, mid-October. So really that's what you're looking at. But that's pretty much all we have to say about the preseason. But the, our last thing we want to talk about, we got the, we do have a game of the week this week because actually college football is back this weekend, all right? Saturday, August 27th, we have college football, and we're super excited about it. Our game of the week this week is officially Nebraska at Northwestern at 12.30 p.m. in Ireland. They're literally playing this game in Ireland, and I've only seen – NFL teams really go to Europe and try to play football games to get more to get more fans and more people interested in the game of football. But I'm actually glad that a college football team is doing that so college football gets some revenue and some more interest in Europe as well. Yeah, man. I mean, Ireland is a new one for me. Uh, I'm, like you said, NFL has gone to London and they're reaching out even more this season, but we're not going to worry about that. That's not our that's not our podcast. That's another one if it's happening this year. Um, but <laughs> but uh, it's very exciting to see that college football is taking this new approach. Hopefully it's not for money and hopefully it's to get more viewership. Um, but yeah, Nebraska and Northwestern, two two teams that honestly you wouldn't think would be our game of the week, but this week it is. And honestly, I'm going to be super excited to watch it because college football is back. I am too, but it's the Anyway, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska versus Northwestern. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of Nebraska mm-hmm. just on social media. And you know what? There's a meme going around as well. Corn. You oh, know, it's yeah. juicy. You know, it's also really funny. The game is on Fox and they put the two mascots up there and the dummies put the Kansas State mascot instead of the Northwestern mascot. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Mm. But, yeah, um, for this game, I don't really have much statistics behind it, much factual evidence, because, you know, it's the first game of the season. And, you know, both teams not really known to be very great, but I'm going to go with my corn. It's juicy. So I'm going to go with Nebraska. I'm excited for this game, though, man. I don't care who wins at the end of the day, but I'm picking Nebraska, so hopefully my record – is above yours. Yeah, I'm I'm with you too. <laughs> I don't really know. I, mean, I don't I don't really care either way. Well, hang on, I haven't made my pick. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm with you as far as I don't really know as much about either team. I don't really care who wins. I'm just glad that college football is back. Uh, one of the main themes, if you're new to the podcast, one of our main themes on this show is that the ESPN FPI is trash and is usually not correct anyway, or it's really it's it's somewhat correct but not really. So the matchup predictor is predicting 78.7% in Nebraska's favor over Northwestern. Northwestern also bringing back Ryan Holinsky from last season. Uh, but we also don't know who the who the Northwestern's quarterback is going to be yet because they haven't said. 
Uh, it's really a toss-up. I think Ryan Holinsky's a really good quarterback. He didn't get as much credit as he should have at South Carolina. Oh, man. I, I was about to say, now we do love some Ryan Holinsky. Even even though I'm a Clemson fan, we do love some Ryan Holinsky. Got some big respect for from Mr. Holinsky, but... Yeah, well, one, I'm not jeopardizing my record, and two, I really think they're going to win anyway. So I'm going, I'm going with you, Nebraska. I'm not chancing it. Uh, so I'm not going to do that all season. I promise. I'm not just going to pick whatever Joey picks. But I, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think, I think Nebraska will will win this one. I don't, I don't see Northwestern pull, pulling it out. And if they do, good for them. But I think Nebraska had a really good season last year, especially actually pulling some good stuff off and almost beating Oklahoma. Um, I think they're bringing back some good talent, and I, I ultimately think that Nebraska is going to end up winning this game. But that that's our podcast, and you know what? We're just excited to be back. We're excited to have college football back. We're excited to be able to sit down on a Saturday and watch college football, especially not this coming weekend, but the following weekend when our teams finally start playing for real. Um, but, no, it's it's going to be a good time, and we're super excited about it. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting time, and I really can't wait for college football to just start already, you know. Uh, I know, man. Football I'm trying to get to back. it. Football is back. I even get to go to a high school football game tomorrow, and I'm just excited to go watch that. So It's the best time to be a college football fan. Absolutely. And before we wrap this up, always remember. No matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever should believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life and have it abundantly. And we know that that is the truth, that God is real. Jesus died for our sins, and we want you to know that as well, that no matter what you think about it, you can always talk about us. If you're struggling with anything, you need to talk about anything. Our DMs are open. Our comment section is open. Hit us up. We will always talk to you, and we just would love on you the way Jesus wants to. So hit us up. Praying for you. We love our listeners. We're so appreciative of you guys. And you know what? We're just super excited to be back. So... Go check us out on Instagram at TBD Sportscast. Same thing on Facebook. And subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're listening on YouTube. This episode is available wherever you get your podcasts. And come back and see us next week for the next episode of TBD CFB Season 3. I'm Mason. And I'm Joey. And this has been TBD Sportscast College Football. Bye-bye. Later. Later.